With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, Lord. We just thank you. Hallelujah. All that are out there that's online tonight, we give praises and glory and honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which is the head of our life and we just thank him, and we just magnify his name, and we just thank everyone that is on the line tonight, and again, it's going to be open conversation, and um, we give God all the glory and all the praise and all the honor belongs to him, and Lord, we just thank you, and we just magnify your holy name. And Lord, we just go into prayer. Lord, we just thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just come before you as humble as we know how, Lord. Lord, we're just thanking you for all the things that you're doing right now, Heavenly Father. Lord, how you watched over us, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we just thank you right now. We just love you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just thank you how you brought us over these blessed highways and byways, Heavenly Father. How you just blessed us on this week so far, Heavenly Father. You woke us up this morning in our right minds, Heavenly Father. You gave us the use and activities of our limbs. Lord, some didn't wake up, Heavenly Father. Some slumber and slept, Lord, but we're just thanking you for your grace and your mercy, Lord, which is sufficient, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're just thanking you for all the things that you're doing and how you're moving by your spirit, Heavenly Father, in the supernatural, Heavenly Father. Lord, we're thanking you because this is the year, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we will experience the the free flow of your spirit, Heavenly Father, Lord, that we will be connected to you, Heavenly Father, Lord, the more, Heavenly Father, Lord, and we're just thanking you right now, Heavenly Father. We just glorify your name, Lord. Glorify you in key name. Hallelujah, Lord, for you are good, Heavenly Father, and your mercy endures forever, Lord. Lord, and we just thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, and we even pray for our family members, Heavenly Father, those that are near and those that are far, Lord. We're believing that you can save all that the enemy which, which have us to believe that have been lost, Heavenly Father, Lord. You said all souls belong to you, Lord. Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord. We're we're calling out every every family member, Lord, that is unsaved, Heavenly Father, and we're believing, hallelujah, by your power and by your spirit, Heavenly Father, that you will bring them to the acknowledgement and the truth of you, Heavenly Father, for there is no other way for, Lord, you are the way, the truth, and the light, Heavenly Father. None shall come unto you except by the Son, Lord. Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord. We're thanking you, Heavenly Father. Oh, your grace and your mercy, Lord, it is sufficient, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray for every church, Lord, every pastor, Heavenly Father. Lord, we're thanking you right now, Heavenly Father, Lord, as you just continue to bless your people, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we just magnify your name, Lord. Oh, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Heavenly Father. Oh, Lord, we take nothing for granted, Lord. Lord, we just thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we just magnify your holy name, Heavenly Father. Oh, we worship you, Lord, in spirit and in truth, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We just thank you. 
Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Oh, and we glorify your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, precious Lamb of God. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Sweet, sweet spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we glorify your name, King Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you. Yes, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we glorify your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, oh, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we glorify your name, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, we thank you. Mm, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, we glorify your name. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we glorify your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah, King Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to your name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, we glorify your name, Jesus. Precious Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Is our listeners out there online as of yet? Hello? I'm here. Praise God. I was trying to see um, how's everything. Um, Like, again, tonight is just this open night. Um, We... um, our, on next week, we'll start having our speakers come back on again. Um, we got some some powerful women that's going to be coming in and partnering us for the next couple of weeks after this week. And um, I don't know where everybody is at tonight. And um, I know it's kind of rough. I know I was kind of – I went to North Carolina um, – the church and um had a good time. Um met was at Shirley Caesar's church this weekend and my apostle um preached and I tell you it was off the chain. Uh, it was <laughs> huh? I good. Yes, it was I mean we had an awesome time, I I tell you. Um he preached what happened to your hair. <laughs> yeah. wow. He he preached out of um, Samuel and um, um, Samson, I mean, and uh, my Samson and Delilah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And his topic was what happened to your hair. And then um, he that morning he talked about who told you you was naked. Came out of Genesis, and then um, that morning, and I tell you, he really opened up some things that I never, never knew. And I mean, I never um, when he broke it down. I tell you, God is just awesome. And and he, when he was talking about, um, he was talking about who told you he was naked. He was talking, you know, he was in Genesis. And he was saying when when Adam, what Adam name meant, Adam's name meant humanity. And then he talked about um, um, Eve, you know, was breath and life. And he was talking about how the serpent wasn't interested in in humanity. You know, he wanted to take the breath and the life of, away from us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was, I mean, he, it was awesome. He was, I mean, it was the way he explained it. I never, you know, I was like, wow, it's like it opened up a whole nother avenue and, and understanding that, you know, 
that that's why he was so um so on top of Eve, you know, and got her to, you know, to eat, you know. And then, you know, he was just saying how you know how um you know, you have a woman that's speaking in your ear, whether it's your mother, your wife, you know, you just, you know, he just got us, you know, you know, he's telling us to guard our ear gates, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people speaking in, you know, speaking into our ear gates and, and, you know, just being aware of, you know, you got to be careful because you can't let everybody speak into your life and can't let everybody speak into your ear gates. And, you know, you pick up different things that are not, you know, not of God. So, you know, we just have to be real careful um, that's why we got to know the voice that we hear, you know, and, and, and know and have that relationship with God. It was just awesome. I think we had somebody else that joined us tonight. The line is open. So if you want to talk about what you, what you, um, what the minister was on on Sunday or any report, praise reports or anything you want to discuss is open tonight. Um, and we open up those lines. We missed you last week, Mother um, Baxter. We just had open conversation last week. I can't remember what all we was um, what we hit on last week, but um, it was some good stuff. And um, I said I hope um, you know a lot of people um, don't be afraid to you know when we have our lively conversations. <laughs> Come on uh, this evening. I had uh, went to the dentist Saturday, and I oh, thought it was going to be okay. And I woke up this morning, and one side of my face was swollen. And oh, I was wow. like, oh, my goodness. So I'm basically, hopefully, I just want to be listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I know... Um, you know, um, like I was saying that, you know, if anybody want to talk about what what they, you know, what the word was on Sunday, if they have any encouraging words or anything that they want to talk about tonight, we open up the lines for that. And um, I know it's more than me and Mother Baxter on the line. I heard somebody chuckling. Mm-hmm. I said, I know it's more than me and you that's on the line. I heard somebody chuckling. Oh, okay. Okay. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Hello? Um, Okay. I guess nobody want to talk. <laughs> well, but um, but like I said, I'm not gonna. If you know, I know we have listeners that be on the line and they don't say anything, and um, sometimes have their phone on mute, and um, but. You know, we do have the um, the lines open, and we're not going to 
hope when we have the speakers that come on that we'll be more um more in tuned and and um that we are uh we are participating and and um and you know being a part of the conversation and um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that we'll be able to give feedback and and know what's going on and um Yeah. yeah, I uh, I had wanted to, but I'm not feeling it tonight. Yeah, yeah I know. about um, intercessory prayer and what intercess? What is intercession for real? Uh huh. Okay. Um. Well, what is intercessory for real? Well, you know, I'm an intercessor, interceding. Um, and, and, and I, and it's just ironic that you mentioned that because, um, I was talking to somebody last night, actually my sister and, um, you know, I know that I'm an intercessor and I intercede and, and every church should have a prayer team, an intercessory team, because you are taking on you're taking on a lot of responsibility. And um and people it's not something that 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 it should be taken lightly. Um it it's a very um powerful um position or um in in the ministry. And you know the intercession, you know, is is prayer to God on behalf of another person, or the actor intervene as a as a mediate a um, mediate a um, in in a dispute, or for that's what intercession, um, and <clears throat> and it's when we are we pray for the ministry, we pray for yeah. leadership, we pray for the president, we pray for, you know, third world countries, we are interceding, we're we're praying for healing and a lot of times um and when you when you brought up that as well, I remember what I was like I remember as an innocent I was like, why am I having this these pains? You know, it's like my husband used to have this pain in between his shoulder, and I found myself having that same pain. And I was like, what in the world? And then my back, and then certain things that goes on in my body. And then I thought about it. I said, well, I'm an intercessor. So as an intercessor, we take on, when we're praying for people in the ministry about sickness or health or the pastor or we're actually taking on whatever is going on within that body of that ministry that we're praying for, of that ministry that we're interceding for. And I was like, wow. I said, that's why I'm aching. I said, because somebody must be really going through. You know, somebody must be really having pain. And that's when I, I, I was like, Wow. So intercessory is a prayer to God on behalf of another person or or people or um, 
or sh- or praying in groups, uh, meditation, or so many things that, um, you know, and you're coming in an agreement about things, and you're at you're coming in agreement for God to move on the behalf of a people that you're praying for, or even yourself, or even your family members. So it's a lot, you know, with intercessor, with being an intercessor, or being in, with intercession. Yes, you're um, right, and I only <laughs> I have to wait until my mouth heals up. <laughs> <laughs> I've got stitches at the top, I got stitches at the bottom, and everything is swollen, and uh, it just uh, it's just horrible, just horrible. But there are a lot of things. And uh, with intercession, and people mm-hmm. should not just jump up and say, "I'm right. the intercessor." Right. And just because you you pray, this you, you got mm-hmm. people that just pray. Then you got your prayer warriors. Then you got the mm-hmm. intercessor. Right. And so you 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 got to know, and I'm a firm believer in knowing. What, what God, what are you really saying for me to do? Is this something I'm just thinking about doing, or is this something that you really have in store for me to do? Because, see, mm-hmm. when you do some things, there's some attacks that come along with every one of these gifts and these things that we're doing, and we have to know how to handle them. Mm-hmm. And you just can't say, I'm an intercessor, but you're not intercessing. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know? And and, uh-huh, and a lot of times people, and, and like even with, I know that, um, I know the church that I was at, the church that I go to with um, Unity of Faith, um, there were certain, you just didn't walk on to be an intercessor. Um you know, you, you had to be something that, you know, God led you to do and that, you know, you um you would come and see if that's something that, that's that's really if it's what you really want to be involved in and, and are you really like you said, are you really called to be an intercessor? And and you know, and and <clears throat> an intercessory prayer is an act of praying for like I said, of other Others, the Lord instructed us to pray not only for our own personal needs, but to reach out and pray for others as well. And, you know, in First Timothy 2, 1 and 6, um, where we are told to pray and make intercession for all men. Mm-hmm. And um, an intercession, it, it primarily denotes a meeting with a conversation or petition rendered on behalf of others. Intercessory prayer then is seeking the presence and the audience of God in another stead. When we pray for the needs of others, that is called intercession, or when we said that we are interceding for them. So there is, like you were saying, you have prayer warriors, you have intercessors, and prayer warriors are those that go in. They spiritually warfare. And because, um, you know, I... I know that's one thing that my leader, um, what Pastor Rock had said to me, you know, that, you know, that 
he called us all prayer warriors. And, you know, because you go in in the spirit. And, and Sister Virginia, you know, she a lot of times go in. Mostly all the intercessors, we go in. And um, we, we sometimes you have to spiritually warfare. Um, right. Right. Well, you actually see things going on in the spirit right. realm that you're actually warfaring and and, right. and tearing down and 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 fighting in the spirit realm. But see, and, the thing about it is, a lot of people don't know. They may it may be happening to them, but they don't know that when you truly are interceding for somebody, sometimes it causes you to pick up stuff that they're going mm-hmm. through. Might be pain. Yeah. It might be depression. You know, I used to be wondering why do I feel like this here, and I had to say, "Okay, oh. this don't belong to me, Lord. Get this off of me. This is not mine." Mm-hmm. Right. And so then I had to start praying. Then I started praying in the spirit. And once I started praying in the spirit, it was almost immediately I got caught up someplace else in the spirit. Because mm-hmm. that's what God was wanting me to do was to pray, and He mm-hmm. allowed this thing to, to whatever it was, because mm-hmm. He caused me to start praying. Mm-hmm. And you may and you not know. know who the person is. That's right, exactly. And 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 that's and you're right. You don't. And and sometimes you know it's like sometimes I I have been in in ministry. And all of a sudden, I'm like, "Whoa! I get this. I my I was fine when I walked in there, but yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. and I get a pain, and I'm like, yeah. oh, my God!' And I'm like, oh, Lord! I said, Lord, somebody is really somebody right. back, right. back is hurting, or the knee is hurting, and you know, and then you just go in intercession because you're like, yeah. oh, my Lord! I wasn't wasn't like this, and and that's what in you know what intercessor prayer you know." The teams, intercessory prayer team members, those are the things that they feel because when you are, they said every church should have an intercessory prayer team, every church. But the thing about it is prayer is the last thing on the agenda most of the time. Exactly. It's the last thing or the least important Mhm, and and that's right, and and you wonder how some churches are operating because they don't have an intercessory prayer right. because right. an intercessory it said let your petitions be no, be made known unto God, and you know, so if you don't have an intercessory team or someone that's interceding for your ministry, a lot of times that's why some ministry fail, and then sometimes you may not have may not have a team that's equipped to do the right. warfare in battle. Right. And it's like I the um what last week I you, um I have an apostle friend in Michigan and he called me and you know and he called my husband you know he wanted to talk to my husband and I'm like wow and that's when you know that people that are praying for you because God will give them insight on things mm-hmm. they'll tell you things things that you like well. Well, I know they didn't know that because I never talked to them about that. Right. Then, right. So you know that those those people are guarding over you because God will show them things right. about what's right. going on with you, about what's going on in the ministry, and and I mean just different things that that go that's going on, and that's how you build 
you know, build the strength and the unity in the, in the, in the body of Christ because when you go in intercession, you all on one accord. You're, you're, you're praying and you're just – because the way that we were taught to do it, the way that when we go into intercessory prayer, we read, like we write stuff. People have prayer requests. We write them down or things that the pastor may – Pastor Rock may write things down. And or if I have people – I used to have a list of people I have a – put on Facebook, I'm having intercessory prayer inbox me, or they'll say, pray for this, pray for that. And then I put those things down on paper, and I'll write the names down. So we are interceding for those people, and being that we're inter- interceding, we're believing that what we are interceding will come to pass and the manifestation of what they're requesting, um, that they're requesting God to do will, right, will take right. place. And, um, and a lot of it's just, it's just, it's more than praying for a house or a car note. Right. I mean, I know we all need, uh, we need finances. We all need finances. We all, I right. don't care if you make it $50 an hour, you could make another $50 an hour. It's still, we all yes. need, but it's a warfare. Yeah. It's getting to know what. Spirit is operating the reason yes. why your finances are messed up. Mm-hmm. You got to go beyond. You got to go deeper than that. Uh, Isaiah chapter 59. I don't know if anybody else is on but you and I, but. Um, no, there's more people on. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 59. It says this chapter describes sinfulness. And God's judgment, because there was no intercessor. Isaiah fifty nine sixteen. He saw that there was no one. He was appalled that there was no one to intervene. Again, this chapter underlies the necessity of intercession. What are the characteristics of an intercessor? You guys have to excuse me. I, I haven't talked without any teeth since I was a baby, so it's real hard. <laughs> it is real hard not to say, not to be able to talk without sounding like I got a list for or something. And it says, what are the characteristics of an intercessor? Identification, agony, and authority. Mm-hmm. So as an intercessor, we have characteristics, and there are three things that we have to go through. Like I said, I couldn't do a whole lot of talking. So I can't go through all of this right now, but those are some things that we need. If you say that you're an intercessor, then those are some things you need to look up and begin to ask the Father, are you really an intercessor? And mm-hmm. if you are, ask him to teach you and train you how to really intercede the way he wants it to be done so you can get a job done. We're in mm-hmm. the end time. And so right. we, he is building up and people to, to do the work, and you have to have a heart for it. And so you need to really get before the Father and begin to pray and and ask him to by his spirit to teach you and train you how to be the prayer warrior or how to be the intercessor. Mm-hmm. I don't know who on the line, and I don't know who this is for, but it's for somebody. 
Amen. Amen. And I was um, in, in re- reading, the, you know, the characteristic of an intercessor is a person who, by calling or by nature, chooses to be a mediator on behalf of those who cannot intervene for themselves. Intercessors make requests, urge, plead, beg, counsel, discuss, risk, sacrifice, and make war on issues relating to the weaker ones. And thus they have an impact on the final outcomes for those they serve. So, you know, intercessor is not something that 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 should be taken very lightly. Um it it's a very it's a very important role in the ministry. And you know, and there is a difference between a person who is called an intercessor and a person who prays. Mm-hmm. Anybody can pray. Yes. But not not all praying people are intercessors, which is what you were saying earlier. The the an intercessor may live his or her entire life and live to make only one great act of intercession. The difference of an intercessor are substantial, hidden in the life and heart behind the prayer. There are many examples of intercessors in the Bible, and they walk with the favor to impact and change God's heart. You know, and and you can even look at you know even look at Abraham. Oh, you yeah. know, even even Abraham when he had to take his son when he thought he had to sacrifice his son. Mm-hmm. You know, and how he you know he you know truthfully this that 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 really truthfully hurt him that this was his son that he had to go and sacrifice. You know, but he prayed. But he believed God, and he still took his son, and his son was like, you know, well, where's the sacrifice, you know? <laughs> Ain't nobody but me and you, you know, I'm just paraphrasing. Ain't nobody but me and you, Dad, so where's the sacrifice? You know, and, and through prayer and because of his his faithfulness and his, his prayer life mm-hmm. and him having a favor to change God's heart, you know, so when he put his son down to do what he thought that he had to sacrifice his human, his son, you know, and then there there was a ram in the thickets, mm-hmm. you know. So God sent a ram in the bush. So, you know, we have to understand, as you said, the function of an intercessor. And, you know, there's risk and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Abraham was willing to suffer God's Possible displeasure by negotiating him down to ten godly, you know, ten godly men, even in Psalm and Gomorrah. You know, you know, that's risk and sacrifice. Daniel was willing to talk with God when he was very angry, you know, Daniel 9 and 16. And then it said Jesus was willing to become sin and lay down his life so that others can find forgiveness. You was in. This is this is Isaiah fifty three and twelve. What was that you mentioned in Isaiah fifty nine sixteen? Okay, and you know, so there's risk, and then there's sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And you know, David as a young boy was willing to face death from Goliath for the sake of Israel. At the very least, he was willing to face humiliation, failure, and defeat. In First Samuel seventeen and thirty seven, so there's to that's to risk and to sacrifice, 
as a function of an intercessor. Then the other one is to boldly defend. So each of the above role models defended with boldness. This does not necessarily mean that they natural they had naturally bold personalities. You know, watch a mother or a father bird when a threat comes to close too close to their neck, to their nest. You know, God has placed within his creation an instinct to defend the young. An intercessor's heart comes to the surface when they perceive a threat. Hmm. And it says, suddenly the heart, you know, turns into the roar of a lion. You know, the, that softness, that, 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 that cat, you know, that, that heart of a cat, you know, turns into a roar of a lion. And, you know, and I, I find myself as an intercessor, and I think people have, have said to me that sometimes I'm over, they think that I'm overprotective. That's because when you are an intercessor, God gives you insight. God can show you different spirits that are operating, and you see those spirits and you want to protect those that may be the weaker vessel. And sometimes they may think that you're overprotective or you are not allowing, you know, but it's it's all for a reason. And that's that's part of, you know, being being an intercessor. You know, you're you're gonna be overprotective. You're gonna make sure because you want to make sure that they're around the right spirit and, and different things like that. And then also it's the volunteer. One of the marks of an intercessor is a willingness to do something. A volunteer is someone who is not necessarily asked, rather he or she steps forward in order to accomplish something. Jesus said that there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for his friend. And that was John, you know, 15 and 13. So, you know, we're we're volunteers, we're, you know, we're kind hearted, we're um but but then, too, we can also have a roar as a lion, so we need to also keep that in mind. And then, you know, the heart of an intercessor, you know, mercy, you know, as as um, an intercessor stands in the gap for another seeking mercy instead of judgment, life over death. They are willing to, to face a risk and sacrifice in order to obtain mercy, you know, and that's in James 2.13. So, you know, the, there's a lot of, you know, uh, intercessors are deep. They're very, it's a very important role. And, you know, even, you know, humility and service, you know, the powerful intercessors want to serve those they are interceding for. They are willing to serve and res, even if it result in humility, laying down that which, um, which they highly esteem. So there's a lot that you take as an intercessor, you know, dealing with humility and service. And then the relationship of an intercessor is favor, you know, to have God's favor, you know, having a personal and loving relationship with God. And, you know, and that's when when we go in, when we come in in intercessory prayer, um, our intercessors, we come in, and we, we're coming in knowing and we're confident that when we're coming into intercessory, that we know that God's going to answer those prayers. We know that we are going to be interceding and um, and we're believing that every petition that we had laid before God is going to come to pass. And that's weird. That means we're walking, we're talking in God, and we're trusting in his word. And, um, you know, we don't have, you know, you know, we we have a we feel that we have a personal relationship that we have a a, a direct line uh, 
that we have that's connected to God, that there's no matter what. And you know, and 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 um, you know, Phil. If you want to cut in anyway, feel you feel free to cut in on anything that I'm saying. And um, and the the you know, and the the intercessor, you know, as I said, we know we get results. You know, multiplied seeds. You know, Jesus said, "Most assuredly, I say unto you, unless a grain." of a wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. And the most powerful intercessor past and present are the ones who have laid their lives, their dreams, their ambitions, their own personal agendas, everything that they have held dear in order to follow Jesus' footsteps to their own personal cross. So it's a journey, you know, it's a promise of multiplication. You know, intercessors can pray, make requests, make a stand, and have it, you know, and, and bear fruit for the masses. So it's it's very it's a very important role. It's it's not something that's that, that could be should be taken lightly. Um it's not something that, you know, that that, that should be played with. Because it's, it's a very serious role in the church, very serious. It is. And you know, you and you got to be you. You have to know, um, because the enemy. You know, when when you when you have when you're an intercessor, you know, the enemy comes at you hard too, because he know you know he try to divert your assignments and you know and and knowing that you're making intercessor for other people, he try to make it harder. You know, but but when you know when you go in when when we go in an intercessory we go in, and then what we do we go into we 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 read the petition, then we touch the you know and then we go into prayer we pray, um, we pray openly with just regular prayer and then we go into and then we go into speaking in tongues. And then, um, then we have a moment of where we're listening for what God is saying in the spirit realm, and then we speak, you know, to whatever God has given us, and then we speak in, into the group, and we, you know, into what if it's to edify, to um, if it's individual or. Yeah, so that's how we do it. Accessory press, you know. Every, you know, some people do it differently, but we believe in, you know, you you gotta hear God, you know, after you've prayed, then you want to hear for direction. And, um, and you know, Jesus Christ in these words every day with with God, so for all humanity every day, right. And you know, also you said, um, I know um intercession is um very important. Thank God for intercessors <laughs> and prayer yes. workers. Uh, where would I be? Um and I was reading you said that actually that was a part of um a priest job description, being an intercession. Intercessor. Mm-hmm. And um and you said something about um when you come in and you pray, prayer warriors, intercessors, and others, 
um, intercession, I was reading to say that intercession was not always effective. And I guess you could probably read that in um, Jeremiah 15 and 1 because they were so wicked. God, God told Jeremiah to forsake the prophetic duty of intercession. He said, do not pray, and this is Jeremiah 15 and 1, when he was talking about when Jerusalem was persecuted. He said, do not pray for these people. Do not lift up a cry or a prayer on their behalf. Do not beg me, for I will not listen to you. That's in Jeremiah 7 and 16. And um, there, and the reason being was because they were so wicked. Mm-hmm. They were so wicked. And the reason why he said it, because he knew that they were so wicked and stubborn that they would not turn to him. They were so far gone into their, their selves, what they were doing. Mhm. And and just like when I was talking about, you know, and and just like when, um, you know, and, and even with Solomon Gomorrah, you know, during that time when, you know, he was praying, you know, praying to God, and you know, and he kept, you know, lowering the number and going lowering the number, and you know, and because of, you know. God did not destroy, you know, him, you told him, you know, get your wife, your children, and, you know, the rest of the rest of them was just, you know, and, and get away and go away and, and don't don't look back, you know, don't return, just mm-hmm. go. And, you know, because you had prayed, he had prayed, and, you know, this is something that he was seeking, you know, interceding and, and praying for, praying for Psalm mm-hmm. tomorrow. And, yeah. um, and because, you know, and it was, it was Sin City. Just like Las Vegas, you know, so, mm-hmm. you, you know, and so lowered it down and it was him and then his wife, you know, she couldn't leave, the, she couldn't leave it behind, you know, so yeah. his wife, you know, right. look back, you know, mm-hmm. turn into the pillow of salt. So, you know, you have to, when you are an assessor, and like I said, when you know that when you are interceding, that means that it is pure and you're 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 connecting directly with 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 God in prayer, and you're believing that your prayers are being heard, that they're not being hampered, and that they're going forth. So, whenever you're praying, that's what you believe is going to take place, and it will come to pass. Amen. You know, so it, that's a role that. Yeah, and then you have to build up your relationship with the Father. Yeah. You gotta have a relationship and know his will. Right. You know, you yes. you you've got to, you know. Uh here it says the intercession puts the intercessor in a prevailing place with God and moves God. Exodus thirty two, thirty one through thirty four. That is why the intercessor must have an intimate relationship with God so that he may know the mind or the will of God. Mm-hmm. The intercessor is in the game place of authority. And then mm-hmm. it talks about spiritual warfare, Second Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. So we, we need to really, really get into studying. I, you know, I'm getting to a place that, it's almost like the Holy Spirit said, now you've been saying these things, 
and hearing these things for years, but what do they really mean to you? Mm-hmm. What what do they really mean, and how are you going to benefit from it, and how are others going to benefit from it? You know, and he asked me questions like that. I'll be like, duh, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, Lord, this happens, or it's supposed to go this way, or I read this, and it's supposed to be that way. And it's like, okay, you got bits and pieces of it. You understand it, but if you've been in the Word and mm-hmm. you've got part of it, what about the ones that are just coming in? How do you think they feel? Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. So we're supposed to be pulling those that are coming in behind us, we're supposed to be pulling them up. So that means we got to stay in the word. Right. Amen. And not get so balled up and so tied down with worldly things that we don't have any time to spend with the Father to get instruction and direction. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, and, people and... people get so 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 messed up, you know, it's like well, Mary Jane went to the hospital, so uh, let's go. Let's jump in the car and go. Well, her her sister is a, a prayer warrior. Why we got to go? Her sister's a prayer warrior. They'll pray for. Her. I'm gonna pray for her from home. What kind of <laughs> what kind of what kind of uh, love is that for your sister when she's going through stuff and you can't take the time? Even when you have the time, you can't take the time to even go see about her yeah. or him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. And and then and I, 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 then I, I found something else where it says, while well, God desires all Christ followers to communicate with him through regular prayer, the gift of intercessory prayer is a special endowment of the Holy Spirit that transformed the Christ follower into a prayer warrior for the sake of other people and other ministries. The label prayer warrior is derived from the belief that the person gifted with intercessory prayer stands on the front lines of spiritual warfare. The gift is sadly overlooked in the church because it is seldom utilized in public. However, mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. prayer warriors, Many visible ministry accomplishment would probably not be successful, which is what we kind of talked about earlier. And then, you know, and it and 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 that just goes to show you that, and a lot of people do overlook it because a lot of people think that Sunday morning prayer, uh, and you know, they come in prayer on Sunday morning and and that's it. But you know, a lot of ministry have intercessors. That that that's interceding on behalf of that ministry because every the, even though you have a leader and they have on the whole armor of God, but even still, some things they may not they can't see everything at all times, and sometimes God may give that intercessor or, or a, somebody that's on the intercessory prayer team insight on something or encouragement for the pastor or direction for the pastor, which is mostly 
what and, and like I said, that's what I said, it's a very important role. It's not something mm-hmm. that should be overlooked. It's not something that anybody should take lightly. And you have to be careful. That's why I've been telling people, you better be careful when you are messing with a prayer warrior. Because God, that means they they they're believing and, and when they go in prayer, it's between and like you said, it's that relationship that they believe that they have God with God, that everything that they ask God for, that it's gonna be answered. And I believe, I think my Max used to say sometimes when people used to, I think she said in other conversations that we had on the, on the line that when people have done things to her, you know, because she had that close relationship with God that, you know, that something would happen to them, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, some, you know, you don't wish anything bad to happen to anybody. Right. But you can't, you can't trample over God's people and, and, and especially intercessors because you know they they you have to be very careful because you could be you could be putting a curse on yourself. You're right about that. You have to be real careful. I tell people I say, you know, don't 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 take you may think I'm lightweight or you might not look at look at me as what you think that I'm supposed to be, but you know, as an intercessor, I'm I'm confident as an intercessor, and you know, and and bold, and and you know, and and God is developing me even more so that now, you know, I, I was talking to somebody today. I said, I hope I'm not. I hope people don't think that I'm arrogant or that I'm looking beneath them or looking at them beneath them, but God has elevated me to another level now. And now I I have to walk into the the next the next position that he has given me and that is the leadership position. And that is now that I'm accepting uh, the pastorship. Amen. So I, I, I have to walk in that now, and I, I have to be what God has, no matter what people think, what people look, or how they say, or what they say. I have to walk in my divine assignment. And I can't yes. worry about people no more. Nope, you got to do what God tells you to do. If you don't, somebody else going to come and take that spot. When he calls you, they gonna you step back. He's gonna call the next person. So yeah, you gotta do what God calls you to do. Don't worry about people. It's not about them. It's about Him. And I've been, you know, I, I so long, you know, I I sat, 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 and you know, but God said, now it's time, 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 time. You know, I'm 52. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm. And I thought about Miles Monroe when Miles Monroe was talking about passing the banner and before he actually preached his 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 last eulogy when he was talking about passing the banner and you know leaving a legacy behind you know mm-hmm. who do you pass the banner to if you are in a ministry or you've been around a ministry have you seen ministries that I was just talking to my husband just now just earlier how can you if you have not Past the banner, who's going to carry on after your legacy, after you die? Or who have you left the banner to carry on for you to move forward in God? 
for the next person to move forward. Yeah, you got to pass it on. And if it's not been, and I think Miles and Rose said people have died with the banner in, in the in in the um, caskets because yes. they never passed the banner. They were afraid. <laughs> they were afraid. Yeah. Who's gonna afraid um, intimidation and yep. You know, exactly. I don't flipped it from an accessory to you know. I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just that was just I was just you know just in me and, and just some things that this is a conversation even from you know last night. I don't know why it's a lot of echo, um, but even last night, you know, um, I was talking to my sister and it's like. Me and my sister haven't talked in a while, but it's like we're both we're both in the, on the same same accord, saying the same thing, <laughs> and we're two different people in two different places. But you know, it's like God has put this in our spirits, and we're traveling, and we're talking the same, and we're doing the exact same thing. Amen. That's my baby sister. I'm the oldest. That's my baby sister. Mm. And you know, and out of it's five of us, three boys and two girls, and one boy's in Michigan, and then my two brothers are in Florida, which is her brother's natural brothers. They have the same mother and dad, my dad. But it out of all of them, me and her are the only ones that are connected, like with the things that. You know, God has, you know, she's she's ready to pastor. She's tired. You know, we were just talking about, you just talking about how God is moving. Wow. And, you know, and those things, and, and like I said, if we if we don't, and if you don't have that relationship with God and, and you're interceding and, and prayer, and God will show you, he will show you the things, where you're supposed to be, how it's supposed to go. And you're not going to have everybody in your corner. And that's, you know, and that's just a part of being intercessor. We got more people on this line, but I guess I hear Mother Baxter, Robin, and I know it's some more people. I ain't saying nothing, just listening. <laughs> hey, maybe that's that's what they need to do, just listen, you know. Because <laughs> we want to, I said next week we're going to have um, um Pastor Boyd on, and she's going to be coming on, and and then the next week we got um, co-pastor Gina Atkinson coming on. So we're going to start having people coming on. So I want you all to not be silent. I want you to interact. You know, we interact. We it's like once we got off of that that subject of um um. Handling God's, uh, <laughs> when we had that lively conversation, we had a lot of talk going on. Now it was like everybody dragging. <laughs> when we was trying to ta- solve conflict God's way, <laughs> we had a whole lot going on. Now it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it probably um, knocked the fight out of a lot of my people. <laughs> That was that was a good that was good though that was a good conversation. <laughs> so now we got open discussion and there's no topic and now everybody don't nobody. <laughs> now we got listeners I guess what you know yeah. got listeners. <laughs> yeah. But to God be the glory. 
But um, but I'm expecting God to still, I'm still expecting God to do some great things, and I'm still expecting him to move and to bless his people that is on this call and those that may not have come on the call but um, are had a mind to be on the call. But, you know, just know that that God is. And, you know, he loves us. And, and, you know, the movement we'll talk will continue to move forward and do what God has has called us to do. And um, and we're going to do, do um, all that he has called us to do and to be strong and, and to, uh, to be with one another and to encourage one another no matter what. And, um, We're not not here. We're here to grow. All of us don't know everything, but we're here to grow and to encourage one another. And, and, you know, and that's what we're here for. And then we're going to continue to do that no matter what. But now we done poured into each other. Now it's time for some others to pour into us. (laughs) Yeah. So we... uh, you know, but to God be the glory. Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, thanks for well, the most high. I'm going to go and lay down. Yeah, I'm going to, Um. well, I don't know if, let's see. Like I said, we have a, a, some people that's on, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about it. We're going to go ahead and, um, we're going to go ahead and we'll close out early. And I expect, uh, pray that everybody will be online on time next week as we have um, Pastor Boyd um, will be online with us and um, and that we have our um, ears open to receive what the Lord has for us. And then... Um, we're going to go ahead and close. Anybody else have anything? I heard Mother said she was going to go go to sleep. Hey, this is the one. I just want to say, hey, I came on late tonight, but I just wanted to say hi to you ladies. Okay. You know. Yes, good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, we, um, Mother had surgery, um, had teeth pulled or got stitches in her mouth, so she's not feeling well. And then um, we were a little slow, but we had open conversation. We talked a little bit about intercessory prayer and intercessory, what does that mean and what is an intercessor, and we talked about that. Um, but we're going to go ahead and, and, um, and close out, and we're going to be prayerfully in tune. I think you all remember when I think we had Pastor Boyd was on, and he he ended up having to go off early because he had to do a wedding out of mm-hmm. Florida, where his mm-hmm. wife is going to be coming on with us next week. So um, we want to you know tell others and come on the line and and be ready to receive what God has for us, and so that they will impart in us um, what God has for us to move to the next level. And I'm going to close out in prayer. Does anybody have any prayer? I know Mother and pray for her healing and rapid healing. I know that the manifestation is taken forth. Does anybody else have anything that they want to say or pray for? Yes. Could you pray 
for um I have two friends of mine who um two separate couple friends that are going through marital issues. Could you please um uplift their marriages? Um Yeah, uplift their okay. marriage. Okay. Oh, eternal God in heaven, Lord, we just thank you right now, Heavenly Father. Lord, we just come before you, Lord, with open heart and open minds, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're just asking that you just clear our slates, Heavenly Father. Let nothing hinder our prayers, Heavenly Father, that we have that direct connection with you, Heavenly Father, that true relationship, Lord. Lord, and we're coming to you, Heavenly Father, for you have heard the petition, Lord. Lord, we're asking for healing, even for Mother Helen, Heavenly Father, as she goes through right now, Lord, that you just do a quick healing in her mouth, Heavenly Father, even from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, Heavenly Father. Lord, for she is a warrior, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're praying that you just continue to bless her household, Heavenly Father, and to bless her, Heavenly Father, that she wants for nothing, Heavenly Father, that the favor of God just fall upon her, Heavenly Father, that men and women would give unto her bosom from the north, the south, and east, and the west, Heavenly Father. Lord, that everything that she put her hands to do, Heavenly Father, that is blessed, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord. We're magnifying your holy name, Heavenly Father, and we're believing in your word and in your promises, Lord. Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord, because we're believing in the victory of it, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we thank you, Lord, and we we magnify your holy name, Heavenly Father. Lord, and even those marriages, Heavenly Father. Lord, you said what you put together, let no man put asunder, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're just asking you to go to the husband and wife, Heavenly Father, even as they slumber and sleep, Heavenly Father. Lord, that they will come together, Heavenly Father, and they will have you as the center of their marriage, Heavenly Father. Lord, when you are the center of the marriage, Heavenly Father, you can make all things possible, Heavenly Father. Lord, you can turn every situation around, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're believing in it right now, Heavenly Father, that you will mend the broken hearts, Heavenly Father. Lord, that they are one whole person and another whole person. Lord, that they do not make, that they are part of you, Heavenly Father. Lord, that they put you first and foremost in their lives, Heavenly Father. Lord, and they live on your principles, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord, that they will have love that surpasses all understanding, Lord, that all forgiveness, Heavenly Father, Lord, any brokenness, Heavenly Father, that it will be put back together, Lord, in Jesus' name, Heavenly Father, that they speak peacefully, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we ask your Heavenly Father to go through their homes, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, for you know each and every one by name, Heavenly Father, you know every situation, Heavenly Father, Lord, and we believe in it right now, Heavenly Father, Lord, we put a seal of approval on it, Heavenly Father, Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord, Lord, we're thanking you and we magnify your name, Lord, every man marriage in the household, Heavenly Father. Every marriage in the household of God, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, we magnify your name, Lord. Lord, we send up all praises and honor to you, Jesus. Lord, and we thank you right now, Lord, because you have no respect of person, Heavenly Father. You're with the just as well as the unjust, Lord. You said all souls belong to you, Lord. Lord, and we thank you right now, Lord. Lord, you said he that finds the wife findeth a good thing, Heavenly Father. Lord, and we thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord, that they would appreciate each other, Lord, that they're diamonds and jewels, Heavenly Father, Lord, that the husband is the head and not the tail, Lord. 
Lord, that he would be the covering for his wife, Heavenly Father. Lord, that he have a boldness, Heavenly Father, to protect her and to shield her, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, and we're thinking you right now, Lord. For every listener on this line, Lord, bless every household, Heavenly Father. Nothing needed, nothing wanted, Heavenly Father. Lord, that we're blessed and highly favored by you, Lord. Yes. In the power of Jesus Christ, Lord. Lord, and we seal it in the blood of Jesus. Oh, yes. it's covered by the blood. Every marriage's yes. blood is covered by the blood yes. of Jesus. Every marriage is covered by the blood. Yes. Lord, and we're thanking you right now, Lord. Right now, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. It's done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we hang up, Tawana. Yes, Thank you, Jesus. Tawana. Yes, ma'am. That one couple, you tell her she needs to drop it and let it go. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what it means. Mhm. But she needs to drop it and let it go. Okay. Mhm. 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 And that's forgiveness. Whatever it is, that's what I know. Yes. Even in the prayer, yes. I heard the forgiveness. You know, yes. broken hearts, um, things, issues have things have happened, but you gotta let it go, as Mother said, and move on. Mm. And you can't pick it back up. You have to let it go to be free. Okay. I will. Amen. 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 All right. Love y'all and be on time next week and tell somebody else to come on the line so we can be blessed. We're going to be blessed anyway, but we'll be more blessed. All right. Love y'all. Love you all. Love y'all. Good night. All right. Good night. Hello? Oh. Hello? Yeah. I thought somebody said something. No. Thank you. I was kind of feeling that way, Yvette. Uh-huh. But I've just been sitting back listening, mm-hmm. and I kind of know both sides really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I never want to lead no one the wrong way, so I just listen. And I just said, can you just pray about it? Because I don't really... I mean, my answer may not be the right answer, so, you know, mm-hmm. let's pray about it. But I can say she has a hard time with forgiving and letting it go and trying mm-hmm. to move forward. And one problem is the reason why there's a child involved. Mm-hmm. And so it makes it difficult for co-parenting, mm-hmm. you know, and she won't let it, she won't, you know, it's like you, you say you forgive, you forgive, but you really mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Um, and then it's difficult to forgive and even start a trust because he has to see his baby mother. He has to see his daughter and to have some type of co-parenting with her. And that's what right. causes a strain in the marriage. And I'm just like, all I can do is pray. So when Mother Helen said that, I was like, I got, I got it on that. And when you said forgiveness, I, I was. I told him the same thing and try and start with trust. But, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes I be feeling like I'm talking to a brick wall and I just go into prayer myself. Mm-hmm. Are they are they saved? No. Do they go to church? No. That, she, that. You know, she said she does. But let me tell you something, that 
I've been in this. I've been in this circle with them for three months so far. Not the, I've been. I've known them six years. So I've known that this ain't nothing that just started. You know, he has forgiveness issues with her, and she has forgiveness issues with me, with him. Now I do talk biblical to them, especially her, because I don't care if you ain't in the word now. You have been in it before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't speak worldly to you because, honestly, baby, I ain't going through what you're going through and never have been through it. However, I can say if you want this to work, you need to stop mm-hmm. praying about things because I have to go on with the advice y'all have given me over the years with my husband. Stop fussing mm-hmm. and worrying about things you can't control. Right. Pray about and it. It's if, been... you really tr- if you really truly want your marriage and you really truly want to work beyond this, mm-hmm. only thing, only person that can help you is God himself. But you got mm-hmm. to go to him in prayer. If you can't tell him what your issues is, you know, you talking to this man, he ain't been to church his whole life. Mm-hmm. But you have, see you, you have mm-hmm. a foundation. Right. And see, you already, you know, if you are in, you already unequally yoked, so you have now you are, you're um, and then you have a baby. The baby didn't ask to be here, so exactly. Um, and the baby love her, and she love the baby. The issue is, she feels as though you need to find a, you need to find a way to communicate with your baby mother without you seeing her. That's a problem. And I told her that's difficult. How you gonna tell that man that basically go pick your daughter up, but don't see her mama and don't talk to the mama. And if she, if he's well, even like crazy. you know, if you give him, you give him forty five minutes to get there. If he's five minutes, you know, later than the time, you ready to snap off and call her quits on everything. It's like she's so eager to call her quits on everything when it ain't going her way. But you got a child involved in another woman. You you accepted this three years ago because the child is mm. three. You accepted it right. three years ago. Why can't y'all? Why can't you get past this? Now I asked him several times, "Are you, are you still involved with this girl?" No, but it doesn't make it any better when you do stuff like, you know, your wife is calculating you, and when you're coming home, but you mm-hmm. you purposely sit over there a little long just to piss her off. You yeah, can't build right. trust. You're not building no trust with her. Then she feel like mm-hmm. you're disrespecting her when you do this, or the girl could call you all types of day and night. No. A, I done gave them suggestions. I said, hey, maybe all three of y'all need to sit down and come to an agreement. Come to an agreement. That's what you mm-hmm. get for yelling in my house. Come to some type of an agreement on how y'all going to do this. He don't, want, he don't want us to sit down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Y'all need well, a marriage counselor. Because at he this don't, point, then, then, then there shouldn't be a reason if he don't have anything to hide. That's why what he I, can't sit down. He so. said that he said his problem that he had with meeting him is his wife wants to control every aspect of him, the baby mama, and how they they raise their child because she does that with the the the, the son he had before the marriage. Now, I explained to her that she can't do that because of the honestly. This woman don't ain't gonna want you all in their custody business, this business, that business. Some stuff you need to take up with your husband. You right. don't have an issue with her, you have an issue with your husband. Mm-hmm. 
Right. This girl and is doing husband. her part. Right. Her part is to do everything. And then, you know, we, we believe in spirit. And I told her, I said, I'm sorry, baby. I got to go with this because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I said, but every time you never stop and think while you argue with that man. I said, every time y'all have a good weekend, planned out everything going swift. What happens? She calls and rings the phone, right? And then when he don't answer, what happens? Y'all whole weekend get messed up because the moment he do answer, you get pissed off and you let her take the whole weekend from y'all. And I say you let her because she can do no more than what you allow. If she at her house and you at your house, how you get your joy stolen? I said you don't even realize that every time y'all have a good day or a good weekend or good weekends, it's mm-hmm. one you you get one phone call which is I don't think you should leave. I don't think you need to bring my baby home. Y'all need to make sure y'all bring home. Matter of fact, I don't want my daughter calling you mama. Now that's the thing. I don't want my daughter calling you mama. So now instead of you saying, okay, I'm going to back off, what you do, you catch your attitude with him. Every time you cut him out and catch your attitude with him and ready to throw him out, what you think he going to do? You keep throwing your man out to a pack of wolves, eventually he going to give in to everything you say. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, y'all need marriage counseling, something. I don't know. Maybe yeah, y'all need wanna... to let it be. But I told her, I said, I, I, I love you. I love y'all, but I kind of regret getting in the middle of it, trying to help y'all because I done told you to pray a thousand times. You haven't did that yet. I even asked you this weekend, a little girl birthday party. You know she she waited for two weeks. Two weeks that she kept talking about this little girl birthday party. So to me, you you in your head already thought on how you was going to sabotage this weekend. Not the mom, baby mama, the wife. You thought about how you was going to sabotage this weekend, right? So she called me like, yeah, you know, he having a birthday party over her house, and I'm not invited. I said, well, to be honest with you, then y'all just started getting in some kind of talk. Maybe this year is not a good year for her to bring her baby's daddy and wife around her family. Come on, work some things in. You can't have it all your way in 24 hours. She said, well, then if I can't go, he don't need to go. But that's his child. Well, then when he go, he needs to take my kids too. Okay, I agree with that. He didn't take the kids. Now, her thing was, what was the point? We having a birthday party at my house, but my wife tells me, oh, because I'm going to my daughter's birthday party at her house, she wants me to cancel the birthday, cancel everything. So I canceled it because I ain't the one paying for it. She wanted to pay for it. I canceled it. And now, look, she mad. I said, then why didn't you take the kids? I said, see, you, sometimes you walk into a problem. Why didn't you take your kids to your daughter's birthday party? What you got to hide? I don't have nothing mm-hmm. to hide, but I didn't want her to be on my son's phone signifying and everything we're doing, what we're doing, where we at, because we didn't have a party here. We had the party at a family member's house all the time, one of her family members. It was just mm-hmm. taking ice cream. I said, but you didn't even come home. Mm-hmm. I said, so you create, well, I kind of had a couple of one, two minute drinks, and I passed out. And, again, at a little girl's birthday party, your wife have a lot of valuable points, but the parts that, you know, that she be wrong at, you make her right each time, each uh-huh. time. So, really, you the problem, too, because if you really want your wife and your marriage and everything to work out, you should have been set these women down and said what it's going to be in their face. So, therefore, both of them have an understanding. And, therefore, if you still decide to do X, Y, and Z, 
That's on you. I said, to be honest, I feel like you holding this girl on the side, so whenever your wife lets you go, you got somewhere to go. I said, that's my true feelings. Because I know you. I knew you before I met your wife. I know I know the way you talk. I know how you flirt. I know you. You might not touch nobody, but you got a real lust for ass. Mm-hmm. So it's been yeah, difficult, and all that. That's why I just say I just need y'all to pray. I listened to some of what you were saying about intimacy. I didn't get on to like eight forty seven. So I listened to y'all, but uh-huh. I just was like, hold on, I need somebody else to stand with me on this because I really want to tell them. I think y'all need to go ahead and sign them papers. But I don't <laughs> believe in divorce. I truly don't. Mm-hmm. But at, right. with all this infidelity. And yeah, you not knowing wrong. once you broke that trust that far, that trust is broken so far, I don't even know if it can be repaired. Because she's not mm-hmm. even willing to start and you not neither. Nobody is giving. And then the thing about it, if like I said, if you don't have anything to have, it shouldn't be a problem. His Why thing he is she don't have sex with him. He has he, she won't have sex with him. He has to go weeks without sex. He's tired of that. Well, He's tired of begging okay. and all that feeling like he raped so, his wife. Well, that's what y'all need she ain't having, she ain't having with him that she having it with somebody. That's just and that's point. how he feels. And see, what it created with him, just to get her, you know, he feel like she started it only because all of her friends, though her supposed mm-hmm. to be friends, somehow another mm-hmm. got to him and told her, told him all her dirt that she was doing behind his back. And that gave him a window to want to do, get back when his mama passed. She really wasn't there for him when his mama passed, and that made him want to go the opposite way. And that's where his he been, even though he, you know, he'd been coming home and trying. His mental is just all messed up because his whole thing is she been cheating with a whole lot of people. Wow! But I'm the one that got caught out. But when I confront her on it, she can't give me an answer to nothing. So what I close to doing? I'm like. When I ask her, you know, she still keeps it from me. So, hey, y'all both have trust issues. Y'all both have, maybe y'all need to let it go. Because guess what? You got two kids at your house, and then you got this little girl in the middle. And this little girl love her stepmama to death. You Mm -hmm. get ready to mess up two households because y'all being foolish. Mm. Life is bigger than a feeling for five minutes. Yeah, they, they, like I said. And the other couple, like I, I mean, the other couple, I don't know. I don't know if I have a sign that says, you know, you know, I'm married and I would love to talk to y'all about y'all marital problems too because I'm young. I, You know, my marriage ain't, ain't, ain't been. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I was, I went to go meet with this, um, this lady about this building and and we know each other for a while, but we just never, um, like, had a personal conversation. And she mm. just confided me, you know, what was going on at home. And, you know, and she is, oh, she, she, she's in her words. She's a woman of God. And she was like, I just decided just, you know, to let God do his thing. And we end up with a separation, yes, but, you know, I really want my husband back. But he don't want counseling. He don't want this. He don't want that. And if you ask me, she does all the holding together. Looking from the outside in, everybody knows she holds it all together. Him on the other end, 
That man, that man has been trying to give people plans at the daycare. That man has been all over the place. And mm-hmm. then he's athletic, you know, go to the gym, work out, you know. She's a, she makes all the money. She's, you know, she makes all the money. And um, mm-hmm. he's intimidated by her, you know, her financial status. And he don't want her. And mm-hmm. she really wants to work. So my thing was to her, you already know what to do. Pray. And you keep your smile mm-hmm. on your face every day. And you just keep your kids sheltered and covered. And especially the son, because it just something was in my, my spirit about the son, you know. Um, and I said, but I think, you know, you, you have your dreams to the point that, you know, you you don't you don't know. She said, I was reading my word, and, you know, I hadn't seen anything about a divorce, and, you know, I was trying to work on things and try to get it together. And she said, but Moses' grandson did have a divorce. And she said, but, um, she said, but I just, I wanted, to, you know, I want everything to work, and I'm just in prayer with it. And I said, well, you know what, I'm going to stand in God with you, and I'm going to pray with you and for you. Whatever it is you want, I'm going to pray for that. I said, but do me one favor. Don't ever let me see you coming that day hell without a smile on your face. I said, because the joy, when you walk through that door, your face sometimes brighten up people's day. I said, to mm-hmm. me, I look up to you. I said, I look up to you because don't think I haven't read your profile and your battle. Oh, baby, I don't read it. You are, mm-hmm. I don't even know why your kids in this daycare because they need to be in the school of God somewhere. Your kids don't even know the anointing that they have on them and why the whole daycare don't like them and jealous of them. And they don't, mm-hmm. to them, they don't have none of these kids have, but they have way more than what those kids have. They may not be rocking all the latest year because, trust me, if she wanted to put them in everything everybody wearing, Baby can afford it and then some. She's an engineer for the Marines, you know, the Navy. So mm-hmm. funds ain't something she's lacking, but she is no. a, she's a modest person, you know. She's natural. She's into her culture. She, You know, money is not the, like she's into, she served the Lord, I mean, all her time and things that she can do for the community, anything that don't cost money because, you know, just, service and time. She's there. She'd have been teaching. Mm-hmm. She taught my kids vacation, I mean, Bible school at St. Paul's. Mm. So, she's there, but he was jealous of her. All the things she's doing, the volunteering, her money, you know, the time she's spending with the Lord. And she's like, I'm trying to think he's double-minded. I said, baby, God ain't let you do what you do and let God talk to you. Because God may be actually telling you this is it. You the you the confine to this man long enough. You have done everything on this night to teach him happy what is it your time. I said, so I need you to listen to him because I'm not telling you this. I'm just saying this is an example. What if he's telling you this and you're just ignoring it? Or what if he's saying, okay, I'm separating y'all so that not you, it's not you that I need to work on. It's him I need to work on. I said, so find the answers, but I said, just don't allow people, don't tell the daycare what's going on. It ain't their business. Because trust me, honey, everybody going to know. Mm-hmm. I said, we're going to keep this right here. I said, we, you know, we prayed up. And, you know, she said, I'm, I'm so thankful that you came and talked to me. Just who would have known me offering you this studio? Could have turned me to this. And I said, I'm just so blessed that you came into my life and pardoned me. Because I would have never thought that this lady would have said she had a dance studio for me free of charge. Mm. 
I mean, free of charge. <laughs> so, I mean, I did say I would leave love options around, the, you know, in the studio and things like that. But, you know, she wanted to teach me some different dance things and want me to work with her daughter. So, I mean, the network just came up and just one day walking in daycare and I asked her, can I pick her daughter up for a rehearsal? And uh, it turned into all this, but it made me feel bad because, not bad, but saddened because she is like, she is like, she like one of God's angels. It's just something about her, you know, that she just got this aura around her that you, you know, it just, I guess it just saddened me how good people go through bad things you know, unexpected things or something as simple as you can't find somebody to love you the way you love them. That's sad. And a lot of times, and a lot of times, um, like I said earlier, you know, sometimes people are unequally yoked and we see the picture, but we want to try to change the picture to what we want. I mean, God is, you know, sometimes time and space would determine. But if he's not faithful and and he's already out there running and trying to talk to people that that come into her contact or in her face, you know, and he's doing these things behind her back, you know, that's not good either. Nope. But I just feel bad, you know. I, it just it just sends me, you know, when people go through things like this, you know, and they don't deserve it. You know, I don't know everything, but I just feel like mm-hmm. she don't deserve it. Her kids don't even deserve that because I mean, no, no, they probably are bad as some. But um, I got some good news. I'm pregnant. Say what? Yeah, Chad. Oh my God. Yeah. What your husband say? Same thing you just said. <laughs> 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 oh my God. He was like, he said, uh, huh? I said, yeah. He was like, okay, all right, okay. Uh-huh. So he yeah. got to straighten up his ship. He was like, well, I'm excited, you know. He said what the Lord do it, so I guess he, you know, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Say, yeah. So this baby will be out in March. In March, yeah. Wow. And yeah, my mama, she was, I just told her today, she was huh. excited. She was like, first she was mad because mm-hmm. I didn't tell her when I found out. And um, mm-hmm. I told her why, you know, I had to make sure everything was good with the doctors and stuff like that. And um, then she was like, and I just can't, I just can't believe this. Literally, all you know, for weeks, Grandma been having these dreams, and you came over here, you told Grandma, you beat Grandma down, said, won't you? <laughs> I said, I know. I even came over here to ask, was it Jasmine? Because I was having those dreams. And uh-huh. I said, for a whole week and a half, I couldn't sleep. Mm. And uh, I told my master when we was at the dream seminar, and uh, 
they prayed over me and everything. And um, she was like, okay, all right, this one is a girl. You know, Mother Virginia, she was excited. She was like, yeah, we the godparents. I was like, oh, Okay. You know, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a good time in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. So, things coming up. I, I didn't see it coming, though. I really didn't because I really kind of thought, you know, I was well, done with that. been taking no pills. <laughs> yeah, you right. You ain't in you menopause. Right. <laughs> you right. I just, you know. I just thought, you know, I was gonna get my two and that's me. I was like, mm-hmm. that's how. I have, how old? What's your? How old is your baby? He eight. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with me. Ooh. Eight years. Eight years between my son and my oldest daughter. Ooh. I know you mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's like five over, because that's what I said. I said, hold on, hold on, this but like I five knew. over. Yeah, but I knew I was gonna have a son. The Lord showed me my son before I had him. And you know, I've been I've been wondering. It's funny. A couple of years ago, my sister was pregnant. Well, before she came and told me she was pregnant, I had a dream that she walked in the door with a baby girl. And mm-hmm. I seen this baby as clear as day. Looked just like you know, baby girl. Mm-hmm. And look, look, mm-hmm. you can have it, Nicole. While you sitting there picking through my food, you can have it. I don't even want it. You ain't even ask me. You just start putting your fingers in my food. I don't appreciate that. And um, I had that dream, and it was a boy. And I said, mm-hmm. hmm, I wonder was I dreaming my sister, but it really was my girl. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Honestly, if I always wanted a girl until mm-hmm. I worked at the high school and I realized, <laughs> Lord, please don't send me no little girl. Because I probably would end up in somebody's gotcha paper. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to have to turn into a nun and move into your church. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to keep mm-hmm. me from killing this little girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, I prayed mm-hmm. over I prayed mm-hmm. over my wound and I just said, you know, God, this is your child. You know, help mm-hmm. me raise her up in your way, in your will, mm-hmm. do your will, you know. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, whichever way she go, I just, I just want her to know and be grounded and rooting in the Lord that wherever she go, she know who she is. Because yeah, when I, I had my son, I was, I saw my son a year before I had him. I saw myself lifting him up to the Lord. And then I had went to the church that Corinthian goes to now. The the pastor of the church that we used to go to in Petersburg was was had passed, and I was at a funeral, me and my ex-husband, and this prophetess walked up to me, and she said, you just had a baby, didn't you? I said, yep. And she said, was it a boy? I said, she said, no, she didn't say was it. She said, it was a boy. Was it? I said, yep. She said, he's a prophet. It's funny because that's what um, my, when I first met my um first lady, she's a prophet. And when I first met her, she was like, "Would you do you want any more kids?" And I said, "I mean, if God bless me with any more, I um, you know, of course." Am I rushing it? No, but I mean, my husband, he's not ready for any no time soon. But she was like, "Oh," she said, "I'm just gonna pray over your wound, right?" And she touched my wound, and she wanted me to pray. And then she said. She called me about a month later. She said, I was sitting here thinking about you. 
She said, in order, she said, there's some things you have to do to get that seed. And I said, huh? She said, I said, well, I let her talk. She said, you know, you need to be relaxed. You've been running around and you've been doing this. You were going to this church, that church. You've been doing dancing here, dancing there. You know, you got to get relaxed and quiet. And, you know, she said, okay, God, you took a shower? No. You didn't take a shower? Why? Did you take a shower? Go get in the shower. Hold on one second, Eva. <laughs> No, no, nothing. No, nothing. You're going to learn today. Go get in the shower. I don't care what you want. You asked for it. You've been asking for it for a while, so I'm going to give it to you. So, um, so then three months later, I gave her a phone call. And she said, you, you are, oh, my God. She said, it's a girl. She's a prophetess. <laughs> and then every time I'd have went somewhere and I'd have said something, they said, it's a girl, it's a girl. And then I'd have heard three people say, that's a prophetess. And then I'm like, then the lady I met yesterday, she said, it's a boy. He's a prophet. She said, I, she said, I'm not going to say, you know, that your, that your, you know, that your, your leader and the other prophets ain't right. But I just know that when she's a chief, a chief um prophet, and she said, "All I know I is know. Chief, <laughs> a, a chief apostle. A chief apostle. Prophet, yeah, prophet. She's she's now training a chief, up teachers. Chief, she's now chief, training up a, um prophet. A chief prophetess. Mm-hmm. Prophet. Yeah. Oh, I ain't never heard of that. <laughs> no, she's um she's teaching. She's oh, teaching. Um, I heard she a chief apostle. No, she's not a chief apostle. She makes it. Oh. Yeah, she's not a chief apostle. But um, she was like, I, she said something about when the man talks to God, he really listens to the man. And I said, yeah, well, he ain't listening to this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> she said, but I'm, I, oh, yeah, I think yeah, this is a boy. So uh, um, then one of my friends said, are you going to do a gender revealing party? I said, let me tell you something. I don't watch reality TV, and I think that's mm-hmm. one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. I said, mm-hmm. no, I'm not. You better check your Facebook status because I'm going to let you know it's a girl or it's a boy, and this is my registration, and this that's all you're going to hear. I ain't doing no reveal party for what, to feed other people? No. Mm-hmm. No, I ain't. She said, I can see a lot of people do it, but you won't see me do it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah. think. I, somebody had went to a, uh, oh, I think one of the girls that used to go to our church had a. Nikhil. Somebody had a big, yeah. Nikhil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had a, and then they revealed it at the baby shower. It's not that serious. Mm-hmm. It's really not. All I need to let people know is this is what I'm having. And, you know, if you want to know, you want to know. You don't want to know, hey, act like you don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> but no, nah, I just think that's that's over the top for me. That's just mm-hmm. my husband was gonna talk much. about a couple of a couple of weeks ago. He's gonna talk about that. I felt that was a strong one. I say what? I said, what do you what? mean a strong one? Oh, I said, so he's trying to have a baby. 
I don't know what the world he's talking about. I said, man, I said, a strong. I said, what do you mean? He said, I felt like that one was strong. <laughs> he's trying to have him a baby. I said, Lord, you better stop trying to meet the mind. Huh? <laughs> At one right. time, I did one one. I said, but now these grandbabies are, ugh. I know, that's right. I, I said, what are they going to be doing? Well, I'm in perimenopause. I'm in menopause. Oh, okay. And he well, was shooting know. blanks. Uh-huh. You know, um, they said, but we don't, they said we don't the older person nothing. was 65. That, yeah. that has a natural, you know, not a in vitro, but a natural pregnant, you know, pregnancy. Yeah. And they got he, 75 years old for people with in vitro, but. Yeah, when he talking about, he's going to talk about a couple of weeks ago talking about something. He, no, that was a strong one. <laughs> hey, he might, look, he, might, he might try and get that peanut. You might got one little egg up there. What in the world are you saying? <laughs> And my children be talking about me, talking about they, 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 they gonna, my, my grandchildren gonna be calling their uncle and he gonna be too. Yeah, and that's right. And then you guess what? They all gonna put up and pay that baby college tuition. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be four and five and he gonna be two. That's why, right. oh, I'm about to say, you gonna hey, eat it, don't throw my food hey, away. Hey, uncle. Hey, uncle. Mm-hmm. That's your uncle. He in the first grade, and that's your uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny. I, my uh, one of my friends at school, she was her and her nephew was in the same grade. Mm-mm. And he used to call her auntie. She mm-hmm. called all mm-hmm. her friends auntie. It was funny. And um, mm-hmm. but they they actually looked like brothers and sisters. But what happened was her mama, her sister was like grown. And like really grown mm-hmm. up in age, and her mama in up in age had her while her sister had you know the nephew at the same time. I think they was only like a couple of months apart. Mm-hmm. I said that's like that movie Dumb that they got out. Mm-hmm. They showed me that. That was congratulations. And uh, um, he still be auntie, auntie. I said, boy, stop playing. Y'all need to just call each other brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I had a good time in North Carolina yesterday. Charlotte, oh, see Yes, yes. Somebody asked no me about your apostle. Jessica, Jessica asked me about um apostle Spence, and I said, she said, I see you, you know, you had him had something on there you invited us to that he came down and I said, Oh yeah, I said, but um be hold, honest with hold you on and I said that. Hold on for a minute, Tawana. Hold on. Okay. I don't need to, but I can't. Yeah, I know. All right. Mm-hmm. I know. But you ain't need to put none of it in.
Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my daughter, because I got her grand, my granddaughter over here, both of my granddaughters, my grandson with his daddy. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, but what was uh, saying? Yeah, the lady, um, her name is Jessica. Um, oh, Jessica, my apostle. Yeah, she um had wanted to know how you know how they was doing and everything. Um, after the she knows things like that. Uh huh. Well, she knows the tree, and then uh-huh. I think she met a apostle since through someone else. Uh-huh. I don't know. She comes from Danville, so I I don't know. I know that she comes up here and then being the preacher at the church I used to be at. And um, uh-huh. I had one over there. They invited me to a hundred women's head program, and I said I go step, you know, step out or whatever. And I went over there, and um, she was preaching. And I said, she's like, you know, she wanted to send me to so much stuff. She said, and I'd be wanting to come if I'm in mission. But you know, a lot of time I'm in Danville, she's actually a TV host and a radio person now down there, and um. I, I told her, I said, well, I'll keep, continue to keep you posted. I said, be honest with you. I said, that's my um, spiritual sister's um, mentor. I said, I don't really know a lot about them. I said, and as far as Latrice, I don't really know. She said, but you had a conference at the same time of Latrice uh, when, after the accident. I said, yes. She said, how was the conference? I said, the conference was really well. I said, I mean, a lot of, lot of it, yes, we did pray and lift up um, Latrice. She said it, it hurt her that, you know, Latrice had passed away or whatnot, and she wanted to know what happened. How did Latrice, how did Latrice slip out of the car? And I think somebody else was in the car with her, and they didn't die, or they didn't get hurt or something like that as bad as she did. And I said sometimes, you know, God just has it like that. I said, or, I mean, who knows? I said it could be people around her that won't even pray for her to live. I said, I don't know. I don't know because I don't really know her like that. Um, I just, you know, I know her spirit because, I mean, when they were speaking of her, you know, I could feel the presence and that she was a good person, you know. Yeah. Um, she was through said, a whole lot. She said, because I'm I'm just lost, she said, but she was really, really loved here and I really miss her and it really was sad to hear that. And I said, yeah, I said, but, um, you know, if he come back up here when I would definitely keep you posted with any information. I said, but um, that's my spiritual sister mentor. She said, because he's in North Carolina. I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they say always, they talk about that too. They say they don't want nobody but God. The sisters, they don't call my name right. But anyway, <laughs> the sisters, the Russo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but she I asked me how was Lady Spence. I said Lady Spence. I said she is a lady of grace, and I said she 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 took it hard because that was her goddaughter. I said, yeah. but um, I'm pretty sure they still dealing. But at the end of the day, they are people of God. So you know, you have your pain, you have your issues, but you can't keep you can't dwell right, right there and stay right there. But a lot of people try to spread rumors. You know, you always got rumors. But just like people said, there's no, it's not the responsibility of, um, it was not the responsibility of them to um, to bury the trees. And, you know, they should have had all that stuff themselves. Huh? And then there's a lot of stuff that was going on, a lot of stuff, you know, when People think money involved. Somebody did the GoFundMe and took the money. 
uh, and try to blame it on somebody else. So it was a lot of stuff that that had um that took place that that kind of you know hurt hurt overseer you know and and Lady Spence, but you know to God That's be the glory, you know. But people always want to bash, you know, and 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 things like that. But you know. But I know what I seen, and I know that, and I know that Reverend Cece, um was kind of rude and nasty, and um, and see, she had met First Lady Spence doing that. That's she had met first. That's the first time she had met First Lady Spence was doing this. See, I met Latrice at her um her anniversary. But the way it happened was Latrice was um they had hurt Latrice and Lavelle was um had came from the grocery store and at the on the passengers they heard some type of noise that was up under her um up under her car. So the vet got out to look to see what was going on, and when she got out, a car came, a truck or something came and, 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 and hit it, hit the car, and Latrice was still in the car. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was very, um, very, they, that girl, emotionally, that girl was a wreck because, you know, for what she had witnessed. And then they, um, and, you know, Latrice's mother is the one that pulled the plug on her. But um, when, you know, all the paralysis that the doctor was given, you know, she just said, I believe God. And then she had just did a, um, she had just did a flyer on Facebook. And um, she had put um, new assignments in 2015. And then Lady Spence just took that as her new assignment was with the Lord. She is on a new assignment. But she stopped, did not stop believing God. I told her, I said, well, you know, I said, I feel as though God has a plan for everything and everyone. And I said, you know, just like he built his army here, he built his army in heaven. And he's calling the good ones mm-hmm. home. Oh, yeah. So I said, same thing with my home. I said, listen to his last words, and then he had, you know, then he had that accident. Mm-hmm. I said, listen to her last mm-hmm. words, and then she had that accident. I said, so, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I said, so, and you see, know, sometimes. She was a pastor. She was a pastor. Actually, they don't have anybody that's, um, she was a pastor in the church. and uh, She had a church here in Richmond, but I think she ended up going and pastoring at another church um, they had in Raleigh. And she was coming back and forth because, you know, she was still going to Virginia State to get her, her um, I think her, she was a master's or her doctorate in counseling. Yeah. So she was, um, and then, you know, that day of the conference was her birthday, the 23rd. So her and my husband's birthday is the same day. And the, and the last sign that I had got from her was a thumbs up. 
But I erased her. I I deleted, unfriend her page because I don't want to look. I don't want to keep looking at. Um, and then I got pictures on my in my in my album. But she was a young woman, and you know, and but Apostle Spence and Lady Spence, they loved her. Her children loved her. They, you know, like I said, they she lived in their home. Yep, she lived in their home, and then some people may blame, you know, that she moved there, you know, and so I'm pretty sure there's a lot of, you know, stuff going on. But I remember the last. It was kind of ironic that when <clears throat> when I went to listen to her minister <clears throat> and she preached that um she preached about the python and she said if he really wanted to get me he should have started at my neck and not my feet and I don't know if I got that recorded or not and I think I may have it recorded but not on this phone. I may not have it recorded. But, and then when this incident happened, she was paralyzed from the neck down. And, you know, Virginia said, you know, sometimes we got to be careful what we say. And I remember that just as plain. She said, and she was talking about the python, and she said, if he really wanted to kill me, he would have went from my neck down. He would have started at my neck and not my feet. I don't know much about it. I'm just only tell you, you know, what was said at the conference. I said, because really the conference was almost like a memorial for us. Yeah. Okay, so there was a good conference, but you know, she was like, hey, and then, I, huh? 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 What'd you say now? I told her, I said, you know, the conference was almost like a memorial for her. There was a time when, we, you know, people was uplifting her because we was believing that she was going to, you know, come up out of there. I said, but obviously, people around didn't really, you know, have that same belief or faith that she was going to pull through that. And that's what I or was, maybe they didn't want her to, to pull say. through that. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was about to say. That, you know, you can or maybe they felt like, if, you know, that to see her being, you know, having, you know, maybe possibly being paralyzed or whatnot, how bad it would have hurt them. Not, you know, the rest of the glory, but how bad it would have hurt them or their you know, their purpose. I don't know. So mm-hmm. as you know, her mother is still living, so um, First Lady Spence and Apostle didn't have no say over her. You know, that was all on her mom. So do they know her mom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was down there. She came down there the whole time. <clears throat> but, you know, I know Lady Spence, she didn't go into a whole lot of details. But I know when I went to the convocation and then... I was invited to the pastors um, where all the pastor wives and and the pastors get together. And, and she just opened up about some stuff. And she was saying, you know, she just didn't say nothing. She just said, let the Lord, you know, the Lord would vindicate. And, you know, and she said there was a lot of hurtful You're going to sit down and you're going to eat or you're going to get mm-hmm. out of the kitchen? There was a lot of hurtful things that were said. 
and I felt that, and I think Sister Virginia, somebody said that Reverend Cece didn't really care too much about um, Lady Spence. Yeah, they had conditioning at night. That's why we came on late. Oh, and then she came when we went to that the the um when we went to that conference. Me, my Max, and Mo. And um, Reverend Cece came that Friday night to see um, um, Pastor Swenson. Mm-hmm. I think Pastor Swenson was speaking that night. Yeah, and then she showed up that just that one night. And um, but I don't know. It's just something about Reverend Cece I really didn't get with. Um, I just can't get with her. I don't know what it is, but. I just think there's some phoniness there. And I I don't think she had a genuine um, love for Lady Spence. A lot of times people coming on try to find out information and stuff. And and, um, and I said, I think sometimes that was what that evolved around. You know, because when I gave her that check, I told Lady Spence, I said, when I get, I sent her a check, you know, she held that check for a while. She held that check up until she came to that conference. It was $161. Mm-hmm. She held that check. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but... Latrice was a very, you know, she went through a lot. She had some, you know, she had talked about her relationship. She was supposed to be getting married. And the guy must have been playing games. And, you know, she kind of talked about it in her message. And, and um, you know, she hadn't came out and ministered in about, I think she had been, she was going to give up ministering. And, um, she got deep in that. She got deep when she came. You know, she said, I should have kept my legs closed. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, yeah, I seen your, your, your messages on Facebook. I mean, she was going in. And so, you know, she was being real. And she said, I don't think I was going to minister again. And then she said, whoever it was, they was going out for her name. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, I said, it was, it was deep. And then, <clears throat> then the next thing I knew, she had moved to, because I told her I could ride with her sometime when she'd go to um, North Carolina. Because when I had met, met Lady, when I started talking to Lady Spence, and that's when it, it came out, she said, I got a goddaughter. From Richmond, I said, "Really?" Well, she, I said, "She said the trees crawl." I said, "The trees crawling." I said, "I just went and heard. I just went and heard her minister. I still got her picture. The day she, that night she ministered. So I'm pretty sure I got the. Um, I don't know if I still got the message, but I got the her picture. Yeah, but they good people, and like I said, when I go there. I'm free, and they respect who I am. 
you know, and and um, and I just sense that you know God is gonna is eleva- has a- elevated me. And, you know, and I just you know, and this is this is my next. And I told my husband today, you know, this is my next. I said I'm tired of going to a ministry that all people do is fight over a position in the church and ain't nobody doing nothing. I'm just going to church. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm like, I said, they should be like Humpty Dumpty. So full, they about to fall over. And I don't see nobody going out there getting no souls. And bring them into the household of God. I know that's right. And bring them into the household of God. I don't see none of them. And leadership position, and everybody got leadership. And like I said, I've been in that ministry for eight years, and I only seen one elevation. And as I said, I don't take intercessory lightly, <clears throat> but I know that there's more gifts that God has instilled in me. And and if my leader don't see that gift, there's a problem. Who is hot? I'm I'm hot. I'm tired of being high. Put it over there in the corner where it goes. I've been high, Yvette, for so long. I This morning, I just got in the car and blast the air. The air was on so high when I went to get out of the car to pump the car, the, the, the gas, my glasses fogged up. And I sat outside for a little three minutes to pop the gas, however long it takes. And I broke out of sweat like I was in the gym. Mm. So do your job know you're uh, pregnant now? One of my my, my um supervisors that I got, I work with beside, he do, but uh-huh. well, my two oh. supervisors, they know, but like the head people and stuff, they don't know. I just said, oh. you see, as I get bigger. <laughs> yeah, I said, you thank know you, God, for my job. <laughs> huh? And I said, thank you, God, for securing my job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And then y'all stuck with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, um, my boss, he know, and so far, oh, okay. you know, I told him when I found out, so so far he just pretty much, uh, he's trying to do most of the heavy lifting and stuff. But yeah. I didn't find out until after we did the jump. So I had to, I mean, I was working with heavy chemicals and everything. And uh, so I was like, I'm kind of glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> Because, I mean, doing mm-hmm. the gym, we did the gym in a week. Normally it takes us two days, but the both of us, we were determined to get that gym completed by the following week. And then um, I guess that we the last, well, the week after school let out, I ended up, we had a meeting. I ended up going to the hospital. I got sick. I guess that's when, you know, it really hit me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, you know, I didn't know. I just thought I was going through an episode. And that I need to go to the hospital and get, you know, get whatever they're gonna give me. Stop this mess from going on. They not, they gave me a, a X ray. They gave me a CAT scan. Never gave me a pregnancy test. Then you know I'm in the job, waxing the floor, scrubbing the floor. You know, with the machine. Well, I, even after I found out about the baby, I was still doing that. Cause I mean, it's not like I gotta lift anything. And but um, mm. so my boss, I need to go ahead and give me some new steel toe shoes because. You know, 
you want to do everything the proper way, especially at work. And mm-hmm. If anything happens, you know, you'll yeah. be secure and covered. But not just that. I just want to make sure, you know, while we're working in water and stuff, I'm not slipping and sliding. You know, I'm very yeah. careful because I have never, you know, had a child and worked in these type of conditions. When I had Naquan, I was in high school. I worked in Lee's oh. Chicken. When I was when I had Tashawn, I said at desk I was working through a sub agency of Capital One. So this is a, a lot different. Um, mm-hmm. I be tired. I be tired anyway because them ten hours plus this heat. Time I mm-hmm. get home about eight o'clock, nine o'clock at the latest. I'm pretty much in bed. The first, <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first couple of weeks of June, I guess not knowing what was going on. I'd be on real talk, mm-hmm. and I'd cut mm-hmm. the light off in the room, and I'd mm-hmm. set the app, you know, set the room up, and I'm just laying there in the dark, listening to everybody talk, and I'm feeling good. And before you know it, I'd have passed out, knocked out sleep, 55 minutes to pass. The kids that came in the room, Mama, is it time to go to bed? And I'm like, hold up, I'm on the phone. Wait a minute, is everybody still on real talk? Next thing I know, Tawana, you there? Is Tawana on the line? Yeah, yeah, I ain't want to tell y'all I was knocked out. I was knocked out. Mm-hmm. I ain't heard mm-hmm. nothing Virginia said when she gave that, um, the lesson on the veil. I ain't heard <laughs> nothing she said. Because mm-hmm. I was knocked out, but I had already got the information mm-hmm. in Bible study. Oh, so I was listening to her talk at that ceremony. I just mm-hmm. dozed off, and then the following Monday, the same thing happened. And I said, hold on, mm-hmm. what is wrong? These This job kicking your butt like that all of a sudden? You normally get hanging at 12 o'clock. Shoot. Mm-hmm. I be in the bed. I be up at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning trying to get back to sleep. Have to wash this cloth off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my pastor said, yeah, this one is going to be a different one. You know, he said, he said, um, he said this is not going to be nothing like we used to. It's going to be mm-hmm. an easy one, but you got a profit in there. It's some things you got to do. And I said, okay, okay. He said, because you know you not only got to feed that baby. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, had that I didn't know nothing about no epidural until I had my son, and I was in Virginia. But I had my oldest daughter naturally. I was hoping I could, but I had two cesareans, so I'm not sure oh, if this one was a real too. Yeah, normally if you start that way, you're going to end that way. And see, I know they they both had, you know, when they crying, he, was, he had his umbilical cord wrapped around him, and he was losing oxygen. That's why they took him. With Tashawn, Tashawn just, he couldn't handle the contraction. But then I found out two years ago that my cervix is sideways or something. It's, it's not. I guess it's not straight like it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe that's why I never really dilated the way I needed to. Or does that change? I need to ask my doctor. Does that change over years? Do it shift and move over years? How does that does that work? Because I had never heard that until um, they did the ultrasound and found the moreno. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but it's going to be definitely a different pregnancy. That's for sure. And that's with the, um, with the time. Like I said, my, my oldest and my son are eight years apart. And it was a totally different pregnancy. I was sick with my daughter. I was sick, my oldest daughter. I was sick the first, um, the first, you know, I was sick like the first three months, but not every day like some people. I would just get, um, I would get, um, um, drink, eat crackers when I felt like, and that was solid. But I, with my daughter, with my daughter, but my son was a little bit different. I didn't, I didn't go through, uh, I didn't have no whole lot of morning sickness, my second child. And each time I knew when I was, when I was, had my daughter, when I had my son, I was outside in the yard waiting to, for my contractions to get a little closer. When I had him at like 11 o'clock that night, <sighs> my daughter, my first daughter, I had at 250. I went in labor at like 6 that morning. So believe it or not, I had my first child sooner than I did my other one. And then they say they get easier. Oof, my last baby. Oof. I was like, when is this anesthesiologist getting here? Like he was taking forever. I was like, oh my God. Huh? Hello?
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.